favorites. I taught this book once, two years ago, and coming back to it now, I was struck by how well I recalled my favorite lines. Shelley's language is grand and musical and haunting. I love her expression of the steadying effect of a clear purpose. Quote, Nothing contributes so much to tranquilize the mind as a steady purpose, a point on which the soul may fix its intellectual eye. Unquote. I love it especially because the point on which I have fixed my intellectual eye is read with me. I've been brought such personal serenity by the dependable satisfaction of working on this project. Have you ever had the fear that you might undermine a grand ambition with a trivial mishap in advance of it? I love Walton's phrasing for the determination not to let that happen, not to let his adventure be thwarted before it even begins. Quote, I have no ambition to lose my life on the post road between St. Petersburg and Archangel. Unquote. I can imagine in future pulling that phrase out of my pocket. I think my very favorite lines of all were Walton's expression of his longing for a friend. What he longs for is put with such perfect simplicity. Quote, I desire the company of a man who could sympathize with me, whose eyes would reply to mine. Unquote. I hope all of you know someone whose eyes reply to yours. And there was the moment he found such a friend in the stranger the friendship at first sight, related to but different from the one in Shane. Related because here, too, there was an immediate and wordless connection, but different because these are a very different sort of men. Walton writes, quote, Even now, as I commence my task, his full-toned voice swells in my ears, his lustrous eyes dwell on me with all their melancholy sweetness. I see his thin hand, raised in animation, while the lineaments of his face are irradiated by the soul within." Unquote. Had this man's spirit not been broken, he might have discovered in him the brother of his heart. I also adored these lines. Quote, Even broken in spirit as he is, no one can feel more deeply than he does the beauties of nature. The starry sky, the sea, and every sight afforded by these wonderful regions seems still to have the power of elevating his soul from earth. Such a man has a double existence. He may suffer misery and be overwhelmed by disappointments. Yet, when he is retired into himself, he will be like a celestial spirit that has a halo around him, within whose circle no grief or folly enters." Unquote. He might accuse me, like Walton, of being a romantic, but I think this is the sort of spiritual plane to which literature helps us aspire. If we cultivate a depth of value, then even in the face of external disappointments, there is within us a circle, a settled satisfaction, which no grief can enter. And finally, what better way to end these letters than with this dramatic pulling back of a curtain on the stage for the story to come. Quote, Strange and harrowing must be his story, frightful the storm which embraced the gallant vessel on its course and wrecked it thus. Unquote. 